This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Thursday morning, November the 3rd. We're just five days out till the midterm elections. Get yourself ready because there's a tsunami wave coming, a red wave that's going to sweep over our country, revive us, bring us back into alignment. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Hope you're having a wonderful day today. We got a lot of fog out here. Can barely see across the yard. It's starting to clear up. The sun is rising. These are your top five headlines for this Thursday. Let's start off with headline number five. Liz Cheney applauds Nancy Pelosi. Does not believe Republican control would be good. From the National Review, Representative Liz Cheney, Republican from Wyoming, commended Speaker Nancy Pelosi for being a tremendous leader during a Tuesday interview and predicted Republicans would damage the country should they reclaim a House majority in next week's midterm elections. Fox News. Cheney was asked about the idea of her fellow Republicans taking majorities in the House of Representatives in the Senate, which would allow them to control the respective chambers' legislative agendas. The lawmaker said the upcoming election was a fundamental fight for the soul of our country and not just the soul of the Republican Party. Liz Cheney has only a few months left in office. All right, so statements like that just show you why she lost re-election in Wyoming by huge margins, like 40%. Liz Cheney is completely out of touch with the American people. She became a swamp creature when she got absorbed by the D.C. swamp, and as a result of that, she's making comments like she just made right there. Completely out of touch, completely lost her way, and she has been sent packing back to the Wyoming state. See you later, Liz. Have a great retirement. All right, headline number four. Even CNN hosts question Democrat Katie Hobbs refusing to debate gubernatorial opponent. From the Washington Examiner, Arizona gubernatorial hopeful Carrie Lake heralded CNN host Don Limon's grilling of her rival Katie Hobbs over her decision to shun a debate. During the exchange, Hobbs defended her position that debating Lake risks amplifying her 2020 election denialism and suggested that it's too late to reverse course with less than a week before the midterm elections. Carrie Lake, big yikes. Even Don Limon is calling Katie Hobbs out. Bless her heart. From the RNC research, Carrie Lake, Katie Hobbs has been hiding. She refuses to bait. She disrespects the people so much, she will not take the debate stage and talk about what she wants to do for Arizona. So Carrie Lake's going to win in a landslide. It's going to be a huge victory for Carrie Lake. Katie Hobbs is a fool. She's uh, obviously not fit to run for office. 
not willing to speak up and stand up for her principles. She's hiding. She's running away. This is not someone you want to represent the great state of Arizona. And Carrie Lake is going to be a great governor. And those in Arizona need to make sure they get out and vote and send a message that they want new blood, a new start for Arizona, the southern border and all the issues that are going on in that state. And Carrie Lake is the best person to do that. Make sure you get out and vote next Tuesday. All right, headline number three. Border Patrol Union defends agents' use of crowd control measures. Fox News. A Border Patrol Union fired back at the American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU, on Wednesday after the left-wing organization condemned moves by agents to deal with illegal migrants who had allegedly assaulted them. The group of Venezuelan migrants illegally crossing into El Paso, Texas, as they waved an enormous flag. The agency said one of the protesters assaulted an agent with a flagpole while another threw a rock at agents, injuring one in the process. That, in turn, led the Border Patrol to initiate crowd control measures. The ACLU, this is the latest in a long line of abuses carried out by CBP. Our government's failed attempts at preventing people from seeking protection in the U.S. led to death and suffering. The Biden administration must restore a humane process for seeking asylum. From the Border Patrol Union, we read this morning that the ACLU is upset that BP agents have the audacity to defend themselves. We have a response for them. Go to hell. So the left is everywhere. They're in, they're in all areas of government. ACLU is a very far left organization. These are the things that we're fighting against. The left, the left has become very much an issue. Federal government all the way down through corporations, and now we're seeing it here with the Border Patrol. Border Patrol absolutely has the right to protect themselves. When they're under assault, when their life is in danger, the fact that the ACLU would even oppose that view just shows you how far out of line they are. They need to be put back in their place. And it's time that people just speak up. Push back. Enough is enough. We're fed up with it. We're not listening to it anymore. And uh, that's the way it's got to be. All right, headline uh, number two. Biden to spend $13 billion to reduce energy costs. From the National Review, new data reveal how the administration's policy had undermined the U.S. energy industry, which was once the most innovative in the world. From the Daily Caller, the White House announced Wednesday that the Biden administration will spend $13.5 billion total to directly cover rapidly increasing household utility bills and help homes become more energy efficient ahead of the winter months. The Department of Health and Human Services will give $4.5 billion to local governments to help low-income people pay their electricity bills, which will increase further during the winter months due to natural gas shortages. The Energy Department will also spend $9 billion on tax credits for households that buy heat pumps and insulate their homes and make them more energy efficient. Roughly 17% of American households have recently not paid their energy bill or paid it late due to financial constraints. All right, so again, this is just directly sits on the shoulders of the Biden administration and their energy policies. 
the fact that they continue to spend, 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 and print, print, print money because of their policies that they can't allow for the free markets and the energy-producing corporations in America to produce the fuels and the energy that we need, then they have to subsidize it with our taxpayer dollars to help support the low-income people or even the middle class now with these these giveaway programs, this government spending to help prop up their failed energy problems. This is why you can't let the Democrats run the country anymore. This is why we got to vote them out, get rid of them. They've made a complete mess. Joe Biden has always been on the wrong side of history. He always makes the wrong decisions. He's incompetent. He's a fool, and he's destroying our country. And we've got five days to send a message and to straighten the ship, the great American ship, and put it back on track. All right, here's headline number one. Biden's primetime speech amounts to vote for Democrats or else. From the National Review, Wednesday evening, President Biden argued that to preserve your right to vote for the candidate of your choice, you have no other option but to vote for the candidate of his choice. Biden offered once again the warning that certain candidates wanted to, quote, take away your right to vote, end quote. This is once again a reference to the Georgia voting law that Biden compared to Jim Crow that so far has resulted in a record high number of early voters. The major television networks did not carry this speech live, but the cable networks did. It was the right choice for a speech that amounted to a demand that the public vote for his party or irrevocably collapse into autocracy. Katie Pavlich, Biden claiming we don't settle political differences with riots is a complete wiping of what happened during the 2020 presidential election, the most expensive riots in American history, courtesy of the left. Billions of dollars in damage, many people killed, communities ruined. Spencer Brown, Biden's vote for Dem speech tonight showed his usual lack of self-awareness, but this line about the people's right for self-determinations versus an autocrat is wild coming from the man who unconstitutionally forced Americans to choose between a vaccine and their jobs. That was the most foolish speech I think anybody has ever heard. This guy is completely, has no self-awareness. Sorry to say, he's out of touch. He's talking about everything except the real kitchen table issues, which are very clear. It's inflation. It's, It's cost of living, high energy costs. It's crime, crime in their cities, and it's the wide-open southern border. It's immigration. Those are your top three issues. He didn't even mention it in his speech last night, which shows you that he has no self-awareness. He's not the right person for the job, and there's going to be a tsunami red wave in five days because from his leadership all the way down through the entire Democratic Party, you you don't hear any of them, any of the Democrats running for Congress or Senate talking about these kitchen table issues and that's why so many people are moving over to the Republican Party because that's what the Republicans are talking about and it's time for a change and that change is near and in five days we're going to see it happen all right those are your top five headlines for this Thursday November the 3rd 2022 I want to leave you with a little snippet of a speech from our great president Ronald Reagan Let's listen to Ronald Reagan as we begin our day today. 
if we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land, we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high, but we have never been unwilling to pay that price. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. Each one of those of earlier, Bellow Wood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Porkchop Hill, the Chosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. Under one such marker, lies a young man, Martin Treptow, who left his job in a small town barber shop in 1917 to go to France with the famed Rainbow Division. There on the Western Front, he was killed trying to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. We're told that on his body was found a diary on the flyleaf, under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. We must realize that no arsenal or no weapon in the arsenals of the world is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. It is a weapon our adversaries in today's world do not have. It is a weapon that we as Americans do have. Let that be understood by those who practice terrorism and prey upon their neighbors. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. All right, those are the, the great words of uh, Ronald Reagan, our former president, and let us uh, be reminded of those words as we prepare for the midterm elections and that we get out and do our constitutional, our citizenship, our civic duties to get out and vote. And everybody, I think, knows now very clearly how we want to vote, who we want to vote for, and all we need to do is act on November the 8th. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll see you tomorrow. 
This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it. 